Today is Thursday, February 20th. I'm Sandy Mirage, and this is the news. Every year, Minnesota State University Mankato hosts the Dr. Michael T. Fagan Pan-African Conference, which brings people with real-world experience to share their knowledge. Eric Borchert has more. The Pan-African Conference is hosting its 44th annual event, February 27th and 28th. Each year, experienced guests speak about important topics that affect our communities. This year's theme is Voting Rights and the Power of Your Vote. Kenneth Reed, Director of African American and Multicultural Affairs at Minnesota State Mankato, describes one of the many guest speakers in attendance. Jamal Green, who ran for mayor in Chicago in 2018, who was a serious contender at that time. It's my understanding that he was only around 24 years old, and so we wanted to have people understand what does it mean and what does it look like to run for mayor? Do you have to be a political science major? No. Can you be of any major? Yes. The Pan-African Conference will be held in the CSU Ballroom on campus and will host many events from movie screenings to a panel featuring state officials. It is open to anyone and everyone. It is not something just for the Pan-African community to join us for because the thing is, is for us to create a more diverse as well as inclusive community for all people. We need to talk about what are some of the issues that all of us are facing and this is just one aspect of that. So please come out and join us for this particular conversation. If you want to attend, you have until 1 p.m. tomorrow to reserve tickets online. Tickets are available at mnsu.edu forward slash Pan-African Conference, and they are free for students. For the Southern Minnesota News Project, I'm Eric Borchert. The Pan-African Conference will run from 4.30 p.m. to 10 p.m. on February 27th and from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. February 28th in the CSU Ballroom. The 2020 Career and Internship Fair took place on February 18th and brought in many hopeful students and employers alike. Jonathan Field has more. Around 96 employers are expected to be stationed in the Centennial Student Union Ballroom for the fair. The fair is sponsored by the Career Development Center and the College of Social Behavior Sciences. But as Career Development Center Assistant Director Matt Carlson explains, the fair is not only expansive for just SBS students, but is open for all. All majors are invited. It's a great way to connect with employers. For example, if you're a business major, every organization has a business component. If you are a communicator or a communications major, all organizations have communications. So there's lots of ways to get connected. And the College of Social Behavioral Sciences, they have several career-related panels on the majors that are within that college. And those are usually professionals in the field that offer uh, insights into their career path. The fair is open to all college students, no matter what point in their college career they are in, which means that the fair serves many different purposes, depending on the student. First year, second year students can really see what the process is all about. It's a chance to confirm that they're headed in the right direction academically. They also have to confirm that they're in the right major. And then very soon after that, they're starting to think about internships and other ways that you can get a foot into the door. And then anytime from junior forward, you're thinking about what your first job will be after college. The fair will be important for network opportunities, job opportunities, and internship opportunities, which is why Carlson offered up some tips for the fair. The first thing to do is to log on to Handshake and look over the 96 employers that are going to be here. Are there any that really interest you that you want to talk to? And then I would show up, dive in, take a breather, go back in, try another. They're also very helpful. They do this at other colleges, and so they're friendly, and they have free pens, candies they give out. So even though it can be overwhelming at first, I think it should be very approachable for most students. The fair has no specific dress code, but there will be a professional photographer there taking free headshots for students to use. For the Southern Minnesota News Project, I'm John the Field.
For more information, visit the College of Social and Behavioral Sciences website. Minnesota State University Mankato's theater program is opening the play The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime tonight. However, there is something unique that will be added to this production that has never been seen before on the Mankato stage. Samantha Buckley has more. The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime is a play that is based on the mystery novel with the same name that was written in 2003. The story follows Christopher, a 15-year-old on the autistic spectrum who sets off to solve the mystery of how his neighbor's dog was killed. It is a very technologically heavy show that implements a variety of lighting and sound techniques as well as multiple moving projections on stage. The MSU Theatre Department wants a variety of audience members to attend this production, including those on the spectrum, so they will be implementing one sensory-friendly performance. Lydia Bodner, a current theater student who is autistic, brought this idea to the department. I wanted to make it more accessible to autistic people and those who also have other sensory processing disorders because theater is all about inclusivity. I guess it's just theater, that's kind of the whole thing with theater is including everybody, telling everybody's stories. And if we, if we exclude even just like one minority in them, then what's the point of doing theater? Because that's a good first step, is showing them that, hey, the theater isn't just for, you know, typical people. Like, we accept everybody, and we want to invite you into not just um, seeing the show, but maybe eventually becoming parts of the show. Christian Tesh, a current theater student who has worked on sensory-friendly shows in the past, describes what changes will be happening within the performance. With a sensory-friendly show, uh, what typically happens is we try to keep the show as much as possible the same as any other production but we try to um, lessen any chances of anybody on the spectrum possibly having any triggers or anything like that. That might entail say things such as loud abrupt noises, um, strobe lights or just anything abrupt or maybe too colorful or sporadic. The sensory-friendly performance will be on Wednesday, February 26th, and all are welcome to join. For the Southern Minnesota News Project, I'm Samantha Buckley. The non-sensory-friendly shows with full effects will be from February 20th to the 22nd and the 27th to March 1st. Tickets can be found online or at the box office. For the Southern Minnesota News Project, I'm Sandy Mirage.